The Hokkaidoi Breakfast Show with Connor Kitto podcast. Uh, this is a pretty good surprise. Just wandered into the studio. Well, I kind of knew it was coming. Actually, not a surprise, but it's the new national MP. Well, MP elect at this point in time, aren't you, Joseph? Yeah, MP elect until tomorrow. Yeah, Joseph Mooney's here with me. Morning, Joseph. Yeah, morning, Connor. Good to be here. Yeah, mate. good to finally get you on on the show. Um, it's been probably quite hectic for you, mate, hasn't it? Oh, it has. Eh? It's been been a flat out few weeks. Went straight from the campaign trail day after. Had to fly to Wellington. Mm. I took my family out for the first couple of days just so they could see what it was all about. Uh, apart from my oldest daughter, she stayed home to look after the dogs and oh, good. and study. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's off to uni next year. So oh, right. She's very responsible. How's she finding exams <laughs> at the moment? Oh, pretty flat out. Mm. Yeah, she's doing a bit of work as well, so she's sort of balancing work and yeah. studies, and uh, mm. she's pretty, pretty flat out. But now that the the younger kids came up to Wellington, just to see what uh, what Dad's new gig's all about. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you've been away quite a bit since since then as well, eh? Yeah, I've had to, had to be in uh, Wellington a heap for the last few weeks, eh? Because I've got this whole induction process, so you got to like listen to all sorts of people, like the head of the GSB talking about yeah, security yeah. arrangements, the clerk of the house talking about how the house runs, and all that boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all the bits and bolts of how that she yeah, fits together and what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, how's it been so far? Like settling in, you've had you know pretty good reception. From, yeah, from voters and from general public. Yeah, no, it has. No, no it's been been really good and uh, no, really enjoying it. And it's sort of getting to the point now where, where as of as of later this week, I should be able to get my feet on the desk in Parliament. And I've got uh, office in Gore sorted, got the office in well, um, Queenstown sorted. Um, so it's all coming together. Um, it's taking a little bit longer because I've got to bang your head against the wall sometimes. <laughs> but just got to be patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it all comes together eventually. But no, nah, it's, it's coming together now. It's, um, nah, it's really good. So you were a lawyer before you decided to go into politics, correct? Yep. Yeah. So tell yep. us, well, first off, tell us a bit about your background as a lawyer and then why politics? Okay. Um, well, I, I, I came to the law late. Like I, probably, I did my um, uh, first degree in University of Hard Knocks. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> uh, sort of, once I had a couple of kids and decided to give uh, give uh, you know law a go. Yeah, um, studying it and ended up actually ended up getting a uh, honours degree in law. Which sort of surprised me because I, I failed school effectively. Oh right. Um, so and then once I got got that law degree, I thought, well, I might as well try being a lawyer. And I actually like uh, idea of helping people. Mm. I sort of been a volunteer firefighter and other things, and so I thought I'd uh, try being a defence lawyer. And I've done that for almost ten years. So I set up my own practice uh, here in uh, uh, Central Targa in Southland about six years ago and went for it and um, yeah, got to the point of being a senior trial lawyer and you know, working in, uh, in Queenstown, a lot in Invercargill, in Gore and in Alexandra. And, cool. Uh, no, I loved it. But um, And now politics, like I mean, that's a, I mean, it's not much of a jump. You see a lot of politicians are actually, you know, former lawyers. Yeah. Um, Judith was a lawyer, wasn't yeah, she? she was, yep. Yeah, and her husband as well. Yeah, right. Okay, so why politics then? Yeah, look, um, look, the the it really traces back to being a kid. Um, I, I was a kid in a rural area. Um, you know, grew up in the, um, not on a farm, but surrounded by farms. Stepdad worked on farms, and uh, in the mid eighties, I had those uh, reforms, um, and it really slammed the farming sector. Um, my stepdad lost his work on farms as a result, as did many other people, mm. and it, and it, the, the rally for my family is we went into poverty. And uh, and stayed there for a while, and it was it was pretty brutal. Like you know, I remember days without food and stuff like that. And um, and with the you know difficult economic times coming, I thought, well, I I can't just sit here and wonder if I could have done something to you know something about it, right. something to help. And so I, I threw my hat in the ring. So COVID kind of, ins- you know, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. And you know, obviously Hamish had a hiccup, and suddenly you know someone was needed. Yeah. So I thought, well, I was actually planning to get in touch with um, him to to try and help his campaign. Um, and then he had his hiccup, and then suddenly they needed a candidate, and I thought, well, I, I can't wonder if I could have done something. Here's my, you know, I'll throw my hat in the ring, and, and then 
folks uh, decided that I was I was the guy to, to do it and so I'll work my butt off and, yeah. and try and repay that trust it, it seems like everything's just come together and it, it all peaked leading up to election time as I guess it usually does with you know the water reforms and farmers not being happy about that with Absolutely. COVID-19 economic response and then another lockdown in Auckland and I mean you look at this mountain of, yeah. <laughs> of the to-dos where do you start? Uh, well, it's got to focus on where, what's the biggest priorities. And I mean, also got to keep, I suppose, a perspective that um, we are the government. The, the people of New Zealand have chosen, you know, Labour mm-hmm. primarily to, uh, to to govern them. I'm glad and you so said that. Yeah. Got to, so I've got to respect that. Mm. Um, but uh, at the same time, I mean, one, of the, one of the benefits of being opposition is that you have more freedom than if you're a MP in the government. Mm. Um, so you can speak out more. And, uh, and that gives me some uh, real opportunities to actually try and raise these profiles and things like the lack of people, uh, you know, staff to work on our, as contractors on our farms, for example, mm. um, can't get enough. Um, yeah, the freshwater uh, reforms, if you can call them freshwater reforms, then, you know, I'm not sure actually it's, it is solving the freshwater issue at all. It's, uh, <laughs> but it, it's, so the, the issues that are, that are uh, making it difficult to farm and creating a lot of uncertainty. So you're not stuck to one thing. You can do, you know, you can speak out about, you know, for example, the Southland Charity Hospital and what's happening there with Melissa Vining, and yep. then you can go and jump on something completely different to do with children's health care, well, that's quite similar, children's <laughs> education, for example. A- absolutely. I mean, all, all of the issues that, that, uh, that um, people are telling me are important in our, in our region. Um, I can speak out about them. Absolutely, you excited? And, are you excited? Oh, absolutely! You know, it's it's a it's an amazing opportunity to, like, I I love being um, an advocate for people, and that's what I've done. You know, in my legal practice for the last ten odd years, mm. and now I've got an opportunity to be an advocate for for a, an entire region and the people in it, and you know, try and move the needle so we can all have better lives here. Um, and I'm yeah, absolutely stoked about that. So you have a family. You're based out in Queenstown, aren't you? Yeah, based in Queenstown. But we'll yeah. see a bit of you down here in Southland, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, um, like I've um, my my normal well, you know pre 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 politics um, as of a couple of months ago. My normal thing is um, I spend a lot of time in Invercargill. Oh, cool. So I do you know, a heap of jury trials there and, and, and other other uh, work in the courts there. So I've got a little place in Invercargill as well. Nice. So I sort of yeah travel back and forth and and this I mean this kind of circuit. Is very familiar to me, you know, working yeah. in, in Queenstown, Invercargill, Gore, and Alexandra. So I'm very familiar with those roads. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they'll probably stand me in good stead. It'll be good to be um, working alongside, of course, Penny as well down there in Invercargill. Absolutely. Having, having yep. you two, I guess, being Invercargill and Southland neighbours, Invercargill's problems a lot of the time, I can imagine, are Southland's problems, and Southland's problems are Invercargill's problems. So 100%. do you plan on working closely with Penny? Oh, absolutely. And we and we have from early on um, uh, in, in, in both our respective campaigns, well, for, especially for me, because I, I came in you know, quite late in the piece, but you know, we worked uh, closely to go on TY Point, for example, mm. getting that on the radar, and uh, you know, to the point that uh, um, I mean, the National Party came out in support of it. Um, you know, keeping it open for you know at least the next five years. Labor's come out eventually with something quite similar, so that's good for our region. Mm. You know, and it's a tie-in. And then, you know, now Penny's um, been tasked with being associate spokesman spokesperson for agriculture, Great. which is awesome. Uh, I've been tasked with being you know um, uh, spokesperson for treaty negotiations, associate uh, tourism, and associate defence. And so we can, you know, we we're working together on on issues of, um, you know, we we've got similar issues. And I mean, she knows a huge number of people, you know, throughout the Southland area. I mean, she's a Southland girl. Mm. Um, and no, uh, Penny's awesome. Um, yeah, we get on really well and are looking to work together really closely. Is there one thing you're looking at now? You're looking at 2021. You're looking at when you get sworn in tomorrow. Yep. Is there one thing in particular you're looking at right now and going, that's what I'm most excited to get my hands dirty in? Is that one thing you're kind of going, that's where I think I can make the most difference and tackle it head on? 
Um, well, it, it, the, the, it's the issue that I've been working on right now t- um, is, is a labour shortage because that's a common issue right across the electorate. Yeah. Uh, like Queensland, ironically, uh, has a massive labour shortage right now. Oh, right. Um, so there's, there's restaurants that aren't opening, I've been told, uh, because they can't get enough staff. Tiano's got a similar issue. Um, the um, even, you know, so we've we've had this issue of a lack of tourism, but now yep. we've got also a lack of there yeah, are tourists coming and you know, domestically, but we don't have enough people. Then we've got Central Otago, which is, you're probably aware of the you know, real crisis with the fruit fruit picking. Yes, and uh, you know throughout South and on our agriculture sector, we we have a lack of staff, for, especially for our contractors, um, you know, who traditionally come over you know from overseas to fill it. So there's a, there's a common issue there that I'm that I'm really um. Actually working on, but I mean, there's there's so many things to work yes, on. Yes, 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 um, yeah. But that's certainly one that you know. Well, that, that's that's a key one, and, and why I'm focused on that at the moment is because it's just time critical. Mm. Um, so we're doing what I can, keeping perspective that uh, we aren't the government, Labor are, yeah. but trying to trying to get in their re- you know radar. And I've written you know two letters since I've been elected to uh, Chris Farfoy, the Minister of Immigration. You know, on these issues, trying to trying to get you know get it on his radar awesome. to do something about it. Stay in the know with the Hokanui Breakfast with Connor Kitto podcast.